welcome to the Conversations About Light podcast, a King's Cross podcast illuminating our desire to engage in lighthearted conversations that are grounded in scripture. Our hope is that through these conversations, our community will be encouraged and grow in their curiosity about light. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Conversations About Light. Hey Caleb. Hello Jib and hello Josh. G'day Caleb. <laughs> so reserved. <laughs> this is my nature. The, the smile on your face doesn't uh, match that hello. Oh, okay. You had a, such a big smile, <laughs> but such a reserved hello. How, how are you going this morning? I'm doing well. Yeah? Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, happy to be having another conversation with you guys. I really enjoy it. Yeah, the same. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Doing well. It's been a, a pretty um, pretty cool series thus far, I'd say. Um, really applicable things to think about. And um, I found the conversations that we've had, even in our um, community groups, just yeah. really helpful and necessary as well. So I don't know what yeah. your guys' thoughts are, if you found the same and... Yeah, the community groups have gone much deeper. Obviously, like we said, I think last week, 18 minutes to solve all the problems <laughs> of, right. of these big big issues we're hitting is uh, <laughs> a bit of a tall ask. So yeah. uh, it's been great to um, have community group to, to awesome. chat further. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our community group's been enjoying it as well, as far as I can tell. And it's just been, man, there's so much application and, and goodness, um, so much to enjoy out of the resurrection out of eternity with Jesus to look forward to mm. and what we've already seen for it. So much hope there. It's wonderful. Yeah, very cool. Well, today's episode, we're going to be diving into the really broad and complexities of mental health. Um, from the outset, I'll happily say that I'm no expert and I'm sure you guys will agree that you're no experts in the different complexities, but the thing that we all have in common here is we all have a mind and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we um yeah god's given us a mind so yeah. our minds need renewing just as much as the next pe- person yeah. yeah very good um but before we dive into that the question i have for you guys mm. is if you had to open your phone right now what is the most used emoji on it <laughs> oh. what's your top emoji okay uh. I don't Josh, even. Do I don't know. even have to look. I know exactly. <laughs> oh, you know exactly what is it? A muscle? Uh, I only no. I only use. I think I probably use two emojis, and only really one, and that's the thumbs up emoji. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's sure. that's my highest form of communication. Yeah. <laughs> what does the thumbs up mean? Oh, just you? almost anything. It's just, it's like yes, done, got the information, received, yeah, good to go. That's do a great you, idea. Yeah. Do you know it that means it means any acknowledged. Yeah. Acknowledged. acknowledged, yeah. Um, interestingly, there's an article, I can't remember um, who sent it to me. Yeah, Could I think you told me about Mark. this. <laughs> but millennials find, I'm a millennial, millennials find uh, thumbs up and Gen Z, yes. apparently. <laughs> very rude. Yeah. Very rude <laughs> and quite offensive. Yes. <laughs> That's right, because it's uh, you haven't cared enough to yeah. communicate. So I, I either do that or I go next level and I send voice messages or video messages That's where right. it's like very <laughs> communal. It. So it's like, hey, let me let you let someone hear my voice. It's two extremes. So um, people seem to either like or hate that as well. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have no middle ground. It's either a thumbs up or a or a voice memo. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> so. What about you, Jib? Um, the do you know the the grimace face, the sort of cringe face, <laughs> angry face, sort of. Um, Wait, show me. I'll have to show you. It's, it's 
be third from the right, second from the top. Third from the right, and so second just like from the top. Really widely applicable as well. Okay. Look, what does it mean? I'm angry? Is that what I the... I thought it was the eyes. Do you not have... Is not the eyes the, most, the, it's the most used one? It's the most recent one. Ah, right. So, but the most used one. The most used one, I think... No, the most used one's probably thumbs up. And then... <laughs> but <good>. I... <laughs> I go pretty wide with the, with the Grimace face. Um, right. And it's like... I don't know. Maybe people say me a lot of really cringy things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, mine... What about yours? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> yours. <laughs> Mine's a heart emoji. So. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Uh, cool. So today's reading is from Romans 12, verses 1 to 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mental health. What's the first sort of gatherings that you guys are getting from this piece of scripture in light of what we're talking about today? Uh, speaks to the importance of our thought life, the importance of our habits of thought, the, the importance of where our mind rests and the outworking of that. It's calling for a bodily sacrifice, a sort of a physical outworking it springs from the re- renewal of your mind. It starts with where you're thinking. So uh, that's one thing that jumps out to me mm. is Paul's not calling for action. He's calling for a change inside of you that brings about action as opposed to maybe a very uh, legalistic view of as long as I'm not acting on this thought, I'm all good. As long as I'm doing the right thing, the motivation is not necessarily important that that some people mm-hmm. uh, might have, and that's because that's the only thing that we can sort of uh, enforce in in a worldly law, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I think um, the Bible speaks to the whole of of our humanness, if you want to put it that way. So we, mm-hmm. we've we've spoken about you know gender and emotions. This week we're talking about mental health, our minds. And we'll talk about our bodies and that as well. But the, the point is, we are you can't separate yourself from your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, um, I've tried, and it's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but your thoughts are really what shape you. And um, and mm. and the I mean, the thing I'm noticing there is that Paul saying you need to renew your mind. So the implication being that you aren't thinking uh, perfectly all the time, which yeah. I think we we kind of know. Um, yeah. And so I think it's it's a huge topic. And so when you say mental health, I think as as Caleb you mentioned, uh, there's a huge uh, everyone's involved in it because we all we all think in some way, and we're not so, uh, necessarily going to direct our uh, attention to like deep mental issues uh, or you know great mental struggles that may require you know um, sort of a psychologist and those sort of things. We we can we know um, great psychologists and 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 counselors who can help in those ways. And those are great things to do. That's part yeah, of mental health. For sure. I think also just on a daily level, how am I renewing my mind? This yeah. is kind of the thoughts and the questions that come to me. What what do I ponder? You know, when I am alone in the car, where does my mind wander to? Yeah. And that's kind of that can be a scary indicator of like, you know, what's in your heart as well. So the Bible connects these things and that's why I think I love um, Paul saying here, we need to intentionally, some way, renew our mind. Yeah. And as much as you know, he'll say physical trainings of some value. You know, um, 
what we do with our mind matters is, is I guess, what um, I'm noticing here in this this verse. Yeah, very good. There's a um, what you're saying, Josh, reminded me of this C.S. Lewis quote, which I'll read to you guys and get your thoughts on that. Cool. Um, and he says, each day we are becoming a creature of splendid glory or one of unthinkable horror. Um, yes. And the thought that triggered that is what you're saying is like our um, we're, we're being shaped yes. about the choices we make. Yeah. And um, we're either being intentionally shaped or subconsciously shaped. Um, but yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on, on that? I think the... The biggest struggle with this is we live in a, a attention currency society. Yeah. So everything is is wants your attention, and so then your attention uh, is grabbed by by whatever can you know. Everyone's trying to grab your attention, mm. and then also what you give your attention to, um, you begins to shape you. And so I think that's what you know. Maybe what Lewis is kind of pointing to there, and I guess. Is we're driven in a sense like by like a digital kind of discipleship nowadays, you know. I like how, that. how much time are you spending yeah. on how much time are you spending just filling your mind with with yeah. next thing? And it's not even it's just the the shortness of those interactions. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I know videos have gotten shorter and shorter because people can't, you know, concentrate for five minutes anymore. It has to be a thirty second yeah. video. Yeah. But none of that really builds us up. It it more um, just kind of lulls us into looking for you know, something to stimulate our mind. Yeah. I think it's very dangerous, that kind of, the digital discipleship, if you, know, um, if you like. Um, we're sort of entertaining ourselves into stupidity yeah. <laughs> in some ways. And, and so I think that's one, one of the things we've got to be very careful of in, in kind of um, shaping our minds. Yeah. And we have to somehow disconnect from that digital discipleship, I think. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah, I, I picture um, training where we are training our minds, whether we mean to or not. And for some people, that picture of training, I think, is quite helpful. Um, it's great to have something to be working towards. Mm. Uh, for all of us, it's good to be aware that we are training our minds, whether we mean to or not. Mm. And so what are we engaging with and how are we engaging with it? What If you, if you became a sleep talker, <laughs> what are you going to be sleep talking about tonight? Right. Is it going to be... The latest thing you watched, is it going to be something you're obsessing over? Is it going to be, um, like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's yeah. we are training our future selves mm. um, and we see that we're training our future selves and that starts in our mind. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if that's really a complete thought there, but yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned something um, just at the start of this episode about habits of thought. Yeah, sure. Maybe you can... Um, yeah, just elaborate further what you mean by yeah, cool. what's our habits of thought in, I think, like in relation to renewal of your mind. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think a great example is uh, in Matthew 5 when Jesus talks about how um, you say you're not breaking the commandment not to murder, but in your anger towards people you are breaking that commandment. And you're not breaking that commandment not to commit adultery, but in the way that you look at someone when you lust after someone in your heart, you're committing adultery. And so it's, it's very easy to go, um, as long as I don't look for too long, as long as I don't do this or that. I think sometimes you'll even hear, I can't control the thoughts that appear in my mind. 
I can control what to do with them. And there's an element of it's there's an element of truth there when you be conscious about what's springing to mind, but also what we're consuming, how we're thinking about things. What's springing to mind springs from our habits of thought. What do we like to dwell on? What do we try to sit on? What do we want to sit on? Um, you can actually change over time what does spring to mind. Mm. And I'm talking very practically here, but but prayer is a big part of actually um, bearing some fruit there as well. Yeah. Um, so we want to intentionally be changing our habits of thought and you change habits by repeating actions. Yeah. What should I be dwelling on? And prayer is going to be hugely meaningful in terms of actually finding success in establishing those habits and actually what we want um, – the Holy Spirit can help us with what should actually replace what we've been hab- habitually thinking thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where I guess spiritual disciplines come in. You know, as habits of grace come in. Yeah, I think in a world of distraction, to give something your full attention is almost like an act of rebellion. It's like a it's like a countercultural maneuver. Yeah. Sure. Um, to give something your full attention, and and that makes me think just of Psalm one, you know, when he, when he says, mm. um, "I meditate on God's word yeah, day good. and night." And what does that what does that mean? Mm. Um, and so I think for developing habits of of meditation upon God's word, which is uh, much more powerful than you know meditating on three to thirty second videos, yeah. it begins to shape us. And then what? Allowing that to be, allowing our minds to be transformed. I think the other problem is we just assume we're not being transformed by things that we're consuming, but we actually are, mm. and that's kind of a scary, uh, also a scary thought. So in in kind of what are the what are the guardrails? I think with with physical health, it's easy. It's like, hey, I ate seventeen cheeseburgers today. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> that's <Josh>. not true, <laughs> but but you know what I mean. I think it meant and. In mental health, it, you do actually have that same experience when you yeah. kind of consume the wrong things. You, you end up in a place where, oh, man, I just feel feel terrible. Yeah. Mm. So I think learning to meditate on God's word, and, and, and you know, that's that's a whole podcast on itself on Psalm 1, but it's something that we are, in a sense, giving ourselves to that kind of thing does produce a transformation. Um, you know, he, he goes on in this verse we're reading. He says, you know, um, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And then he says, by testing and that you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will. So he's talking about God's will, God's what God has proclaimed and spoken. Yeah. So again, it's coming back to the transformation of your mind, your heart, your whole life comes down to God's word again. Mm. And so I think um, what a joy to be shaped by God's word. And that's, yeah, I think that's a huge part of... Um, Thinking rightly is admitting that God is right. <laughs> Absolutely. And and we don't have to be King David to love the word that much. We don't have to be pastors. I'm not saying pastors all do it super well, but some it's easy to think that if that's your vocation, it's easier to um, spend a lot of your thought time in the word. But we can all love the word more. Um, we can all meditate on the word on the word. It's an invitation for all of us because the word really is that good for all of us. Yeah. Reminds me of a, um, <clears throat> the scripture as well where it says to take every thought captive. Good. So it's like uh, I think you touched on, on it before, Jib, how our, our thought life is shaped about like what we're allowing into ourselves. But there is also this element of 
thoughts can be intrusive and yeah. come from nowhere. Yeah. Um, so it's that like that active, active or action mindset of like, yeah. what does it mean to take our thoughts captive? Yeah, very good. Um, maybe you guys can. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on on that? Sounds like the thought police. Yeah, I will take you captive. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the image because it's it's like you you want to arrest it, right? It's yeah. like, hey, stop that. Mm. And um, I guess in these things are all connected because I think you have emotional responses to thoughts as well, you know. And they like you get they rile you up. And last week in, in the on, in Psalm forty two, we saw David speaks to himself. He's like yeah, he's good. taking his emotions captive now. He's like, don't why so downcast on my soul, you know. So I think in the in the mental sp- space that is very helpful as well yeah. um, to take captive. I think you're exactly right, Caleb. And that's because what it is is there's a disagreement between your thoughts and God's thoughts. And at that moment, you're going to say, "Well, one of these is going to win out." Mm. Yeah. And which ones are going to be? And Paul's encouragement. I love that picture. Take it captive. Don't let it win. Put it. You know. Put it aside. Yeah. And that's that's quite powerful. I think. Yeah. Paul talks about battling between his spirit and his yeah. and his flesh. Yeah. And. The mind is the flesh too. Um, and so that taking captive is really engaging in that battle rather than rolling over and let the flesh have its way. Nothing. Yeah. Mm. the encouragement as well can be that we're, we're all experiencing brokenness. Yeah. Um, but that's not where it ends is um, we, we can run to God to understand and to find healing in this space. Yeah. Um, and just looking yeah. back at the at it within within Romans is we have God who we can go and enter into the space with, yeah. Um, which is really profound and beautiful as well. And our only hope. Yeah. And <laughs> our, yeah, and our only hope. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So in closing, what what's an encouragement? What's a a, a thought? Um, that we I can thought. take captive. <laughs> what, yeah. What's in your mind? How how is there something um, that you enc- can encourage us as a community to practice renewing our mind, yeah. or is there something we can practice yeah. thinking about going into this week? Um, Over the series, we're looking at everything through a resurrection lens, mm. and it's important to, it's exciting and hopeful to remember that. In the resurrection, in the new creation, our resurrected bodies were also resurrected minds and we're going to have a new mental health uh, that is entirely unbroken, sinless, beautiful and it's something so exciting to look forward to. And then when we think about that and think that 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 is our future in Jesus, we can also enjoy a taste of that in the meantime in our uh, pursuit of the renewing of our mind yeah. with intentionality, with prayer, uh, desiring that we can participate in that early. It's part of that already but not yeah. yet, which kind of gets floated around a little bit and it's really helpful in that we do get to be the hands and feet of God and show the love of God and experience the joy of community with each other and also the joy of a spiritual renewal, mental renewal, even physical renewal in some ways, even though it won't find its full completion until uh, the resurrection. But for now, we can look to look towards that, desire that, and be intentional and be prayerful. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if you want to add something, Josh, but before yeah. 
You do. It looks like you're you right go. Here. Yeah, yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say we we are in an amazing community, and I think with mental yeah. health, the the battle can often be to isolate and keep quiet, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and get stuck in the mind. Hmm. Um, but to know that there is this amazing, beautiful community that we have here at King's Cross. Um, so share with a spiritual friend that you may have. Share with a CG leader, share with uh, someone within this community um, so we can be Jesus to one another and and know that we don't have, we don't need an answer. Yeah. Um, we don't need the solution to give the solution. We just need to be able to listen and create a space where people can talk about what's happening internally. Um, yeah. And from that, we, we can trust that Jesus will be the solution um, and that we can together find appropriate help as well that's so helpful caleb because it's so easy to think that when we're talking about mental health when talking about habits of thought that it all happens inside of ourselves that we have to do it in our own strength or even not in our own strength we're praying about it we have the help of the spirit as well but also god's put community around us and to share each other's burdens and to be encouraging each other that's something where mental health goes as well yeah that's great i think that's brilliant like uh, including other people in this in this journey it's a means of God's grace to us and then maybe just thinking about what do you consume with your mind um, in a digital culture but it's not just a digital problem it's not only happening when you're on social media what's what's your mind stayed upon I think asking yourself that question and then trusting God to with friends to try to shift it um, to meditate upon God and his word and I love the picture there someone says everything he does will flourish it's a flourishing and it's not an instant thing so it's like how do i form habits where my mind will begin to flourish god would you help me to do that uh, may not be radically different this afternoon but day by day just god what, what, what am i learning to what habits am i learning to help